Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and three things up for review this week. First up is Jurassic World Dominion, which is the second sequel to Jurassic World and continuing in the Jurassic Park franchise. Then there's the new Marvel series on Disney Plus that's called Miss Marvel. And finally, there's the latest iteration of Queer as Folk on Peacock. First up is Jurassic World Dominion, and I am sad to review this film. Jurassic Park is one of my favorite films of all time. I think it is a brilliantly crafted, epic, sweeping adventure, thriller, etc. that gives you emotional beats. It, it, you know, there's suspense, you have stakes, you're invested in the characters, and there's dinosaurs. Such amazing dinosaurs. Jurassic World Dominion, however, is as if somebody had taken a copy of 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 that and then tried to pass it off in the same franchise. And I, oh, sad, sad. I went into it as I go into every film. I want to like every film because I'm going to spend hours of my life watching these films. And unfortunately, sometimes it does not go well for me. And Jurassic World Dominion is one of those cases. So I cannot tell you what happened in this second Jurassic World movie. I don't, I vaguely remember, maybe. I sort of remember the events of the first Jurassic World movie, which I thought was decent at the time. And actually, I was having a conversation with a friend who hadn't seen Jurassic World. And they were like, oh, would you recommend watching it now? And I actually don't think I would. One, because uh, if you've listened to me before, you know I have a problem with Chris Pratt at this point. And Two, you know, knowing that the sequels have come out, it, it dilutes that first experience and it overshadows it. So like for me, I have this memory in my head of like, I enjoyed it at the time. I don't feel confident recommending it anymore necessarily. Of course, Jurassic Park and even those direct sequels. Sure, fine. But <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion, the mo- such we've hit this such convoluted storylines. And as I was saying, I can't tell you what happened in the second one and the film I think knows that very few people can tell you what happened in the second one and so it gives you this like really heavy-handed recap in the beginning and it just from the get-go I was like oh no we are in for a bad ride the CG I talk about it a lot and and I apply this to almost every film I see but truly impeccable in Jurassic Park and the fact that we have not been able to improve upon that since is mind-boggling I'm like what what happened here like what was so right and so wrong and I do think part of it is that with these Jurassic World movies in particular we're trying to push they're always trying to push to be bigger and bigger and bigger but bigger is not always better and so they're putting the dinosaurs in these situations that are just so absurd and they're you know putting them in they know the technology has evolved but it hasn't evolved that much and so it just feels it false. And and there are animatronics in this one. They don't look good either. So I'm like, what has happened here? Like, how did we fail so hard at this playbook? But I think it's because they're being possibly overly ambitious with things. Or maybe there's so many of these moments happening as opposed to Jurassic Park where it was like, ooh, we have a limited budget. Like, what can we do? Let's focus in really hard on these things. I... And again, I know so many people work on these films that it's just, it's hard to not want them. And also so many people like these films that it's hard to have a disappointing scenario like this. And then let's talk about the actors. The biggest draw of Jurassic World Dominion is that we get the reunion of our original trio. And I think if the film had just gone full in on the nostalgia and a little bit of the pandering, I think that would have been much better. But instead, they're trying to jam the two storylines together. So you've got the Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and then Isabella Sermon, who plays the daughter slash clone from the last film. They're their own plot line. And then you've got somehow to jam in the plot line of bringing in Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, and Sam Neill. And it, it, you know, 
it's a two hour and 20 minute movie and I kept checking my watch and that's never good during a film because I was like how much more is there then you've also got other newcomers to the franchise like Dewanda Wise who was actually decent I want to give a shout out to Mamadou Athi who was excellent in this I would say in spite of the role that he was given. And then there is one character that I was like, okay, this is actually the most realistic character in this entire film. And it is Campbell Scott, who plays a character called Lewis Dodgson, who's new to this. And he plays a big, you know, tycoony CEO of some ominous company. And he looks like Steve Jobs and the Dyson CEO had a baby and his mannerisms and character and whatever I have worked for some big you know that type of CEO or companies that have been run by that type of CEO before I have not worked directly for those CEOs but I was just like oh wow you have captured this very very well like this is this is a chef's kiss like that that I will give credit to but everything else just super messy it goes on and on and you know the thing about the Jurassic movies is okay fine we're gonna be in constant peril that's just how it goes But because it was two hours and 20 minutes of peril, it started to felt repetitive and it just lulled you into this innocuous sense of like, okay, something else bad is going to come. All right, we're probably going to be fine because we want more sequels. Okay, something else bad is coming. We want more sequels. And then just the logic of some of the dinosaurs. And I, I know that this is a fictional film. This is science fiction, but... It just, it made, it didn't even make sense within the own universe that they constructed so far. And then as I was saying, you know, we've got the bigger, badder dinosaurs that it's just like, what, what even is this at this point? You know, the thing about Jurassic Park, and I will continue to cite this, is that, yes, we met plenty of dinos, but we focused in on a couple of them, and they are characters unto themselves. I think we went too far in that direction with something like Jurassic World with like Blue the Raptor who's a you know trained genius and all that stuff that continues in this and it's just uh, uh, anyway this movie made me sad I will continue to always love Jurassic Park I you know I think there are very few things another film could do to make me truly hate it I'm not saying it's off the table but I certainly hope they stop trying again shout outs to those two new cast members um BD Wong is also back I don't think that's a spoiler but it is if you're going for the nostalgia I get it it's tempting it's so tempting and I do think the original trio delivers but you have to sit through the slog of the other new folks and and I have not always been uh, team Bryce Dallas Howard but in this film more I felt like better about her and maybe it's ironically because she has had more time as a director and I'm like all right you have other talents too ironically I was like, I feel like you're a little bit wasted in this. Keep Spend more time directing. I would like to see you do more of that now at this point. Chris Pratt is, uh, I feel like, phoning it in. At, you know, I, I don't know if it's just because of the role or whatever it is, but I they also have zero chemistry together at this point. But <laughs> original cast, if that's what you're there to see, yeah, it'll hit you in that nostalgia bone a little bit. But you know what would be much more fun? Just rewatching the original Jurassic Park. So that is my recommendation at this point. You know, I still think a lot of people are going to go and see it. You'll still see big dinos on screen, all these things. Yes, but just, I hope you go see the original Jurassic Park. But I'm, you know, obviously I can't stop you from seeing Dominion. But if you were on the fence about it, you know, maybe I guess just wait until it comes out on digital or something like that. But I, yeah, no, it's it was a, it, made, it made me very sad. So I'm gonna give it two point two out of five. I'm gonna take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. The next thing I have this week is the new Marvel series, Miss Marvel. And I am delighted to report that what a treat this is. So night and day in terms of Jurassic World Dominion to this. You know, this is something I was also like excited for and apprehensive about. But 
after the second Jurassic World movie, I was like, oh, okay, you know, I don't have as high of expectations for Dominion. But for this, I was like, oh, I really want them to do this well because she's a really fun character. Just, you know, representation is so exciting. And I had uh, also coming off Moon Knight, I was like, oh, no, what are, what are we doing here? You know, how's this going to go? So such a relief. Such a joy to watch. Um, Iman Vellani plays Kamala Khan, and she is a young, you know, quirky teenager, for lack of a better word. She is a Muslim character, which is exciting to see in the MCU. And, you know, we are watching an origin story, which there's a template you follow. But I just think that the way that they tell it and also visually that they tell it is really fun. It is very uh, high school centric in some senses. So there's a lot of like social media stuff and just like it brings you back to that dynamic and or if you're living out that dynamic today. Just because it features a young lead does not mean it's for kids. But I just had so much fun with the show. You know, I think there are the same criticisms you have or I have for uh, all the Marvel shows. You know, they operate on a slightly different budget than the films. Although sometimes the films, I'm like, where did this money go? Or Jurassic World Dominion, I'm like, where did this money go? But I think the relationships between the characters feel very genuine as someone who grew up in, you know, an, an East Asian and Jewish family, uh, there are a lot of things that I think uh, parallel other ethnic families and I could relate to even though I did not grow up Muslim, you know, not Pakistani or Pakistani American, but I, there was just such a relatability for me. And then also having been a teenager at one point myself. So Miss Marvel is streaming weekly at this point on Disney Plus and it is an absolute joy. Like, check it out. I, I don't want to spoil some of the visuals for you, but I think what they do in terms of like, the visual creativity is uh, not innovative because we've seen it before, but it is a nice change up to see in a Marvel show. And then the last thing I have this week is Queer as Folk, which is the reboot. It's based on the Russell T. Davies series, which came out in the UK, which was then adapted for the US uh, in the early 2000s on Showtime. And this one is on Peacock. And one, I don't know why, but in my head, I was just assuming that all Peacock content was like more PG-13. No, it's a a rated R show uh, in a good way, right? I think it it shows the queer community in a more realistic light. Uh, You know, I think we've expanded the cast to include more uh, representation amongst the, the spectrum of people who identify in that community. I will say because it is so well done, it can be very triggering um there are content warnings that will warn you about you know the certain topics in each episode I don't want to go into it because I want you to just experience it yourself but it's nice to see this much representation you know I I think every time it gets rebooted essentially you know we add to it and so this one it's exciting to see you know more more people of color and more women and more people who identify as not just like gay or lesbian um I have not finished the series yet but I would have liked to see a little more Asian representation up in there but you know steps big steps but but steps uh, yes, but uh, Queer as Folk, it's, it's, can be heavy as well. I will fully say that. So make sure that you are in a good headspace when you start watching it. But I highly recommend it. It's out on Peacock now. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.